Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in the studio today. Now, spring is just around the corner, so go ahead and plan a warmer Mississippi getaway over at visitmississippi.org. And warmer it is, at least here in central Mississippi. Man, it is a beautiful day that the Lord has made for Fat Tuesday. And if you're over at supertalktv.com, you'll see Rhino and I are sporting our beads. We won't tell you how we got them or how we acquired them. I figured if we have to be at work or maybe you're in your car headed to having a little fun tonight or listening from work like the rest of us, we could still celebrate the fact that it is Fat Tuesday and get geared up and ready for the start of Lent. I think it's funny that today is obviously Fat Tuesday, which is the big shindig. It's let the good times roll. It is the, what do you call it, like it's the cream of the crop of having the good time before it all comes to an end on Ash Wednesday. The climax. The climax. That's the word I'm looking at. And the world took notice. So usually Fat Tuesday is all about, you know, going in and, you know, going overboard, whether it's with... Living the excess. With food, with drink, with, you know, whatever it is. It's the day to just sort of allow... Eat, drink, and be merry. Eat, drink, and be merry. So it is also national... Peanut Butter Lover's Day, Pancake Day, Pig Day, Dead Gum That's Good Day, and own and own and own. I can get behind all of those. I can get behind all of those. And they come so perfectly on Fat Tuesday. Now, I think those are all on March 1st, and Fat Tuesday doesn't always fall on the 1st of, of March, but... It is kind of funny that the world's collided and added all of these foods that we all enjoy and like enjoy in excess all on the same day that's all about kind of excess in and of itself. Now, I know out of the two of us, Rhino, you are definitely the more of the Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday, I won't say connoisseur or lover, but you've probably been to more than I have. Aficionado. <laughs> Aficionado. So do you remember your first Mardi Gras experience? Have you ever been in New Orleans on Fat Tuesday? Yes, I've been twice now on Fat Tuesday, and that is a completely different experience than the weekend before. But I have to admit, I, unlike many Mississippians, especially the farther south you go in the Magnolia State, I didn't grow up with a tradition of Mardi Gras. Growing up in Tupelo, it it was something I might have heard of a little bit when I was much younger, but it wasn't until my older brother went to college and had a roommate from the Gulf Coast, from the Louisiana Gulf Coast area. And he brought that rich tradition into our family through my older brother. But then it kind of still, it wasn't really something that we were bought into, or it was just, it was a really big thing until I got to college. And I was like, oh, well, 
I'm going to college in central Mississippi. I'm a stone's throw away from the Mardi Gras festivities. Why not I go on down there? And the first time I ever went to Mardi Gras, I had a great time on Bourbon Street. I went the weekend before, had to come home because I had class on that Monday. Came in roaring in about 4.30 in the morning that Monday and went to an 8 o'clock class. That was back when I was still scheduling 8 a.m. on Monday. I learned that I had lessened the hard way. Poor life choice. Oh, yeah. Even now, as an but adult. I, I, I got done having a good time, got back, made it to class, made it through class, got back to the dorm, and started looking, and I can't find my ID. I, oh, I don't no. know where my license is. And I'm thinking, oh, no, it's somewhere between here and there. Fast forward a couple weeks, I get a phone call from my mom. She goes, so, did you have fun at Mardi Gras? And I'm going, I I didn't tell my parents I went to Mardi Gras. How in the world did they find out? Like no college kid should. Right. Apparently, some kind citizen found my driver's license on the street, on Bourbon Street. That is kind of. Taped it to a rather lewd card with, uh, how do I put this in family-friendly terms? A whole bunch of rear ends wearing only chaps. Of all the cars. And and mailed it to my parents' house and because uh, that was the address on the ID. And they they sent it back to me. Did they have a return address? No. Oh, man. You know, that's a good story. But that's also a good story because you think, I guess looking at your ID, they had to have recognized that you weren't. Although, have you always had the beard? Uh, I have facial hair in every idea I've had since high school. Because that automatically makes you look, at least at that age, a little bit older. But I was thinking if in your ID, you know, you were baby-faced rhino, well, then they know exactly what they – they did it. I mean, here I'm going to give the guy back his ID, but I'm also going to throw him a little sucker punch because it's going straight to his parents' house. Little, you know, could they have known whether you would have gotten the mail or not? But still, what a fun way to kind of poke fun at you, but still be kind. And if you would have had the full beard and known that you were of age, it would still be nice of them to mail it back to you for sure. But I wonder if they would have gone that extra mile of adding in the little token from bourbon street if if they would have thought that ah it's just going you know going to his house either way though it's kind of funny but that is kind of what encapsules like fat tuesday right it's that okay you get that many people together in one place and you have the the gears greased with a little inebriation all kinds of crazy stuff happens and it can get out of hand it can get a little wild and wacky once once the sun goes down but for the most part, from my experience, Mardi Gras can be a very family-friendly event, especially if you know where to go. Because, I mean, there are entire portions of some of these parades that you think of being the crazy parades where you, you have the turn of Endymion and there's people 100, 150 deep from the barricade and it's just wild and wacky and crazy. That same parade earlier on in the route you got little kids on yeah. on ladders that are catching the same beads the craziness is catching down at the corner. I, I heard on the news this morning it was 150 years or 150 was right around there that the Mardi Gras parades have been uh, taking root there in New Orleans and in the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Joe Kane does um, make a point that Mobile, Mobile did start uh, Mardi Gras, which I think it should always get its nod. But I think you would be remiss to say that New Orleans perfected it. Right. Like, I mean, they may have started. Like, yeah, within the U.S. I think Brazil the and their US. Carnival can uh, they can safely take the crown of the most outlandish and over the top celebration 
just because they put everything into it. Well, I think, though, you bring up a point about it being, we think of it just here on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, seeping its way upwards. We even talked about here on Good Things how the crew of Drew had its first annual. I mean, Mardi Gras made it to the Delta. But it's still an international holiday or or concept, which whether you use the, the right terms or not, there's a lot of folks around the globe who are going full gluttony today because of religious reasons. They're going to fast tomorrow, whether it be from food or beverage or social media or whatever the likes they may be. It just goes to show you that human nature, particularly over time, number one, we like a party. But then number two, there is this idea that if you're fissing to take it away from me for 40 days, well, I'm going all in on right before. Like, let's just go on and 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 just go for the go for, you know, go for the gold here. We're going to head first into whatever it is. And then we will suffer along a long sentence of of fasting, which just goes to show humans are humans no matter where you are around the world or whatever religious, uh, I guess, uh, commentary you put with what's coming up, because we're definitely not here to argue that um, (laughs) here on Good Things. But I think it's a beautiful thing, too, though, this idea that you can come in, you can have a good time, you can let the good times roll. And then you can be strong enough to say, I'm not strong enough to necessarily go the next 40 days without this thing or this food or the substance without some form of faith and surrender. And what does that look like and wrestling with it for the next 40 days, which in today's time has brought up a lot of fun and memes and commentary and whatever it may be. But, man, back in the in the real day, it was 40 days of whew, To the point where, historically, some monks would uh, give up things like bread or meat or, I mean, any number of of things for Lent. But they still had to have beer because it was the only way to have safe drinking water. You can't have that excuse today. So they would have (laughs) 40 days of beer. That's where you get the, the stereotype of the drunken monk. Oh, yeah. now I see why so many people were lured into that profession at a at a certain time. No, but it's interesting to hear the history sort of around it. And someone mentioned even Pontotoc is having a Mardi Gras parade. Hey, I'm all for it. That's why we were celebrating it here on Good Things. Again, tune in to Super Talk TV. You'll see Rhino and I have our beads, and we're going to have some more fun. Don't forget Tasty Tuesday is also coming up here on Good Things. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 68. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 38. Your Wednesday rolls in with sunny skies, high near 72. Wednesday evening, mostly clear conditions, low around 42. And for your Thursday, sunny conditions, high in the mid-70s. 
This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. It's that time of year when love is in the air and you just crave something sweet. Valentine's Day. Uh, wrong! It's Mazda of Jackson's Sweet Deal Sales Event. That's right, all February. We're giving you the sweetest deals possible on our entire selection of Mazdas. Right now, get 0.9% financing on every 2022 Mazda in stock. That's right, 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get 750 finance cash and 0.9% APR on Mazda CX-9s. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. In 2022, we're saying farewell to old credit issues and looking forward to your future. Our staff is ready to get you approved today. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you top dollar for it. So come scoop up your sweet deal before it's too late at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for details with free select models. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. wants to encourage you to go on an adventure in Mississippi this year, so go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. Now, the Gallo Show and Middays with Jar Gibbert will be broadcasting live at the MEC Capital Day from a new location. That's the Trademark in Jackson coming up this Thursday. So you'll get to hear from Governor Tate Reeves, Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman, Speaker 
Philip Gunn, Secretary of State Michael Watson, Insurance Commissioner Mike Cheney, and many other state leaders. There's still time to register. If you'd like to go in person, go to mec.ms. Hopefully you're not giving up politics for <laughs> Lent. But I want to know what maybe are you enjoying today that you know for the next 40 days when you wake up tomorrow, you'll do your best to sort of sustain from. And I think all of us... If you do take part in Lent, not everybody does, and I think that's perfectly uh, perfectly fine. I think some of you can take part of it even if you're not necessarily in, um, I guess, the Catholic faith that sort of does it more traditionally. Or yeah, Methodist. I mean, you can do it for religious or dogmatic reasoning, yeah. or you can just do it for a meditative self-control kind of reason. Because I love the idea of it that faith or not – you identify something that has a hold over you that you don't like, right? And as humans, we like to be in control, usually. And so it's putting it in its place. It's proving to yourself and the ethosphere or God or faith, whatever, that, you know, you can go the next 40 days. You don't have to have it. It doesn't have that control over you. And it seems easy. But depending on what you choose, it can be a really, really hard thing to do. I've done many things over the years um, in terms of a, of recognizing Lent. And the hardest one, the two hardest I ever gave up, and again, these were, you know, um, I was young and, you know, you, you sometimes you do things for the wrong reasons, but in terms of intentions, not that they were malicious, just not rooted in the right reasons. But anyway, carbonated beverages, you drink more of them than you think you do. That was tough. When your entire 40 days is down to water, tea, milk. I mean, there's a lot of things that come in the carbonated, you know, sort of arena that we go to simply because even if you drink enough water, like you should. Did you even have a you? You, you, you can't have. No, it's it's the pss, right. You think oh. I don't think it's considered carbonated, though. But is it? it still has the pss at the you know, when you open it. That was tough. I didn't realize how many things would be excluded in that. And then I really have an affinity for like wheat thins, triscuits, crackers. I love I love a good crunch, chips, whatever. So I gave up all things crunchy. That was hard. You don't realize what all falls into that into that category as well. As well. <laughs> yeah, but was that one of those things where you didn't realize it fell into the category until after it was? Oh, oh no. Oh wait, better put that back. Well, I mean, I kind of kept in the bake department, you know, um, or fried, I guess, chips, um, crackers, that kind of croutons, that kind of thing. And for someone who that was the primary thing you ate almost every day, I mean, maybe whatever you ate it with changed. It was it was really tough, but it was very for superficial reasons. There was no religious growth out of any of that, which I think some of us do. And if you do, whatever. It's all about, you know, taking the next 40 days to sort of and it's called you know fat tuesday to trim the fat to sort of get rid of the things unnecessary or that you're holding on to in life i know you love mardi gras rhino have you ever partaken in lent like the actual lent uh i've given up a few things in the past i gave up uh soft drinks and made it about 20 days before i gave up (laughs) on that one i've considered giving up red bull which i've considered doing that again this year but i've had a red bull since january so i mean i'm doing pretty good I feel like if I just gave it up, it'd be like, ah, I'm playing easy mode now. It's tougher than you think. when you and, and, and if you want to go kind of the religious route, by no means am I someone that's an authoritative in doctrine or theology or anything like that. But a good 
pastor preacher would tell you the thing that you don't want to let go of is the thing that you should to sort of surrender and grow in faith over the next 40 days because no matter what it is truthfully you can live without it except for maybe air water and food you can live without food not water over the next um 40 days and it's to sort of surrender that need or that attachment sort right. of sort of to it I was getting coffee before i was joining you here on good things which i do every week and it and um Dixon met me at the coffee pot and he said, oh, I'm getting water today. My first thought was, are you giving up coffee for lit? Like, how would you how dare you even think about that? And he said, no, it's for another reason. And I and and it kind of like wrestled with me. It was you, you know, you could go for it. No, no. You start to have that battle of like, I will give up these things, but I'm not giving up these things. And then you find yourself making you know, uh, excuses or cases for certain you know, habits and routines in your life. It's to me, my, I enjoy at least wrestling with those questions and ideas like how scary it would be to give up coffee for 40 days. I know that sounds incredibly childish or first world problems. Totally understand that. <laughs> but I don't I mean, I know I could I know I could humanly do it. But like I don't want like I don't want to go. The first week would be rough. Yes, I think it'd get easier after that. But that first week would be rough. I mean, even usually the things that folks go to, you give up alcohol, you give up chocolate, you give up meat, or usually on Fridays, you give up that kind. Or you'll even social media. You may even you may even start something. You may uh, choose a a forty day devotional or sort of. create some kind of habit or routine which i think is a, a a good a good way to think about it too but you removing like coffee caffeine when you don't think about how much we get stimulated by it every day i'm in here giggling at the ceasefire text line because chris and summit I, I get where you're coming from chris he says problem solved let all the crackers and chips go stale no crunch it's true you just leave them all out but i do feel like that kind of flies in the face of the purpose of it <laughs> Oh, yes. To find the workaround? I definitely. I can't have anything crispy or crunchy, but I really want goldfish. And Scotty. I guess if I dunk them in water, they're not crispy (laughs) anymore. I could still have them. Oh, and to me, that brings up the whole big debate of how you should or shouldn't eat cereal because I am pour the milk on and get to eating it for the crunch. And some of you are like, oh, let the milk sit there and kind of have like soggy cereal. Soggy cereal? What kind of world are you living in? Never sit down to a bowl of soggy cereal. And to me, soggy cereal is like five minutes after. The milk has just kind of been hanging out around, you know, my artificially flavored loops of, you know. Then you got us weirdos over here that love mini wheats and we're like, there's a good medium in there that you need to find. (laughs) Because if you just hog off into a bowl of dry mini wheats, it's going to hurt. But if you you let it get too soggy, then it's no longer a mini wheat. (laughs) True. Maybe it's the choice of cereal or the cereal choice that I enjoy. That's causing my problems. Scotty in Florence says, I gave up soda six years ago and have only had a sip or two since. So that's a success story right there, that Scotty. Is a, that is a success story. Here's the thing, Scotty. I don't want to give up coffee for six years. I don't, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to like life without it. Can I be honest with you? Is this speaking like a true addict? Like, I know that the first week or two would be terrible, but there's something inside of me that doesn't want to let go of it. And so, how dare you bring up the idea that that's what I should 
should be wrestling with for for lit. My husband would be the first within three days. I talked to Jesus last night, and he said, "You're off the hook. <laughs> you can have all the coffee you need. Just yes, go on and go on and have it." Also from the ceasefire text line on the six zero one. Can I give up work for forty days? Wouldn't that be nice? I mean, technically, I guess you could. I don't know if you could stand behind religious freedoms for that or not, but your your job may not be there for you in the next <clears throat> 40 days. But you could definitely give up like, overworking. I know folks who like really put a hard line on work phone versus personal phone, putting in timers and cut off boundaries around certain things that kind of seeped into personal areas when it comes to to work and allowing themselves to say no to like weekends or you know after five and then they do realize that hey life doesn't you know the world doesn't stop work still gets done people start to acknowledge that you've created those boundaries those can be good habits and things that can come out of oh yeah and you were talking about how lent doesn't have to be giving something up it can also be starting something. something starting a good habit and it could be something as simple as starting a good habit of Going to bed at a decent time. I feel like this is taking this very personal. Well, I mean, this is just something that I've started doing in the last few years, and I never realized what I was missing. So you're telling me if I give up my coffee habit, I might could sleep better? I don't no, really no, like this. this is coming from someone who did this transition while still being well in the throes of a Red Bull addiction, where I had to have two or three cans a day. Mike from Grand Bay, I like my cereal soggy. Blasphemy! If I'm going to have soggy cereal, I'm going for oatmeal. Blasphemy. Who else likes soggy cereal? I need to know who you are. Coming up next, though, it is Tuesday here on Good Things, so we will be talking Tasty Tuesday coming up next. The five-star reviews keep rolling in for Trust Care Kids in Gluckstadt with praises like amazing, super friendly, and best of the best. And now we have two rock star pediatricians at Trust Care Kids, Dr. Kathy Philippi and Dr. Megan Washington. Both have years of experience and are accepting new patients. We are here for kids from birth through college. Walk in or by appointment. Visit us at TrustCareKids.com. Helping kids feel better, faster. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley Specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. 
Save now and later during the Skelly Money Days. Shop today and save up to $300 instantly. Then receive up to $500 in Miss Skelly Money to spend on your next visit. For a total savings of up to $800. It's a whole new level of savings. Plus, with 60 months financing, you can keep your cash because there's no money down required. Save now and save again during the Skelly Money Days. Up to $800 off our already low prices. Miss Skelly Money Days. At all Miss Skelly locations. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Tax refund? Spend it on something you really need. A set of Kenda tires from Gateway Tire and Service Center. With each and every Gateway Tire purchase comes free flat repairs, free rotations, free road hazard, and free tire balancing. Plus, with four locations near you, we'll make sure you and your new Kenda tires are back on the road fast. If you need mechanical repairs, visit your Jackson or Yazoo City Gateway Tire for brake work, AC tune-up, suspension service, and so much more. See complete details online at gatewaytire.com. That's gatewaytire.com. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Today is the deadline for committees to report general bills originating in the other house, and one topic on the line is equal pay for women. House Bill 770 and Senate Bill 2451 would require Mississippi employers to pay women and men the same amount of money for the same work. However, some advocates say that neither bill would be effective as they would not ban employers from asking about applicants' previous salary history during the interview process. Attorney General Lynn Fitch stressed to us the importance of Mississippi adopting a real equal pay law as we await a U.S. Supreme Court ruling in a case that could overturn Roe v. Wade. It will be important for us to show the court, to show the nation, that we're ready to back up our message about empowering women and protecting and promoting life. Mississippi became the only state without an equal pay law after Alabama legislator passed one in 2019. Jake Mangum here. I got a lot of love from Mississippi in my time with MSU. Fans, friends, family, and teammates gave me more support than I could have hoped for. Farm Bureau Insurance was one of my supporters then, and they continue to take care of me day-to-day as my insurance provider. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. The Gallo Show and Middays with Gerard Gibbert will be live from MEC's Capital Day on Thursday, March 3rd at the Mississippi Trademark. MEC Capital Day will feature legislative updates from elected officials, legislators, and business leaders so that you can find out what's happening in our state. To register, go to MEC.MS. That's MEC.MS. 
know that nowadays most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Delay and play to your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. And everything you need for your one-stop shop for pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp is over at primeshrimp.com. It is Tuesday here on Good Things, which means it is Tasty Tuesday, brought to you by primeshrimp.com. It is delivered straight to your door. And if you use code GOODTHINGS, you'll get $20 off your first order. So that is prime, P-R-I-M-E, shrimp.com. And they've got a new flavor they just launched just in time for Fat Tuesday, but really it's perfect time for the Lent season because many of you will also be giving up red meat, particularly on Friday. That is a very religious thing to do. And so now you can get the New Orleans-based Prime Shrimp. It's a new flavor, which is launched on their website, primeshrimp.com, and it includes the Louisiana Shrimp Boil. It's a taste that's fresh out of the pot with an extra kick for those who like it, spicy. The sharp, aromatic blend captures the magic of an authentic seafood boil without the hard work. And Rhino is shaking his head up and down and all around it really does it tastes like it just came out of a big pot for a boil and the the spice level is not too spicy it's it's a little spicier than the signature but it's it's not a spice level that should put anybody off it's it's not crazy ghost pepper spicy but it is it's a good shrimp bowl spicy and it's got that traditional shrimp bowl sort of taste, right? Oh, yeah. And so you can pair that and take your mind away from all your troubles on a weeknight. Rhino, you paired yours on a salad. Oh, yeah. I got a Southwest salad thinking, okay, let's see what kind of flavors this can mix with. And it mixed wonderfully because the the spice was just enough to cut through. And you could tell this is, this is good shrimp bowl shrimp. So it was kind of like I had fresh leftover shrimp from a shrimp bowl. Which you can't go wrong with that. I prefer mine on a bed of rice or maybe even cooking up some quick um, corn on the cob to eat with it or a baked potato. Although it's not the same as like a shrimp boil, you're still taking those convenient sides that you enjoy with it or those traditional sides, should I say, and making them in a more convenient way, which is easy to bake a baked potato or boil up some um Corn on the cob with your shrimp, and then boom, you've got dinner. And your kids think, wow, we've done something special for the weekday. I'm seriously considering making some uh, some po'boys, get some, some French bread, get some andouille, fry it up or grill it up or cook it up nice and nice and crispy and put that as like the base layer. And then put some Louisiana shrimp boil, prime shrimp on top of the sausage and maybe put some lettuce and some tomatoes and some 
some mayo or something and crisp up that bread. That would be a delicious po'boy. What else is delicious is what you cooked over on your Instagram account, Rhino. When I was looking through it, you said you had a hankering for something. And again, it's a big word that I can't use. Sometimes I think you do that on purpose, but that's okay. <laughs> we still love you, even though you eat bougie things with big words. And I thought, man, that looks really labor intensive. What'd you make? Well, it's actually kind of funny that today is National Pancake Day because it's a form of savory pancake. You think of pancakes, they go well with maple syrup, which is sweet. They they go well with pretty much any syrup that's sweet. But they also go really well when you make them with bacon or sausage or stuff like that. Well, this is a savory pancake, and it's it's originating from Japan. It's called okonomiyaki. Okon- okonomiyaki. Yeah, I'll let you do it. Yeah, well, it's, it's basically... I forget the exact translation, but it's it's a loose translation to what do you want? And they just put whatever you want in it. But it's boiled down to shredded cabbage, which you can just go by the bag coleslaw and chop that a little finer. It's perfectly mm-hmm. easy to use that. I use okonomiyaki flour that you can get on Amazon. You can get it at the Asian grocer. You can use regular self-rising flour. The okonomiyaki just makes it a little fluffier, and it's got some pre-seasoning in it. But besides that, it's the same thing. But you're making a pancake, so you got the flour. Mm-hmm. You need egg and water. That's you can it? substitute dashi or miso instead of the water for more flavor. But that's your main ingredients. You're also going to need some some bacon, or you can use shrimp, or you can use any kind of protein. And you, what you do is you you get all the the wet ingredients, get all the dry ingredients, mix it up except for the meat. Mm-hmm. Get your meat about half cooked. Take it out. Pour your pancake batter with the Chops or chopped cabbage or shredded cabbage, your egg, your flour, your water, or your dashi. Mix that up, pour it in the skillet. Once that's about four or five minutes on medium-high heat, make sure you put your protein in it and then flip it so it finishes cooking that on the bottom. Take it out after another three minutes cooking. You can cover it to make it go a little faster, but it's not going to go too much faster. And then you can top it with the traditional okonomiyaki sauce with some mayo like I did. Or you can top it with barbecue, you can top it with sriracha, you can top it with anything. Because it's savory. You're basically building something that holds together whatever you want. So instead of using cabbage, if you don't like cabbage, you can use shredded lettuce. I've used spinach in it before. You can add spiciness to it with onions, with the jalapenos. I've done that. It, it's just whatever you kind of want to mix into it. It just That batter holds it all together and makes it easier to cook and eat. Sounds delicious. And since it is Pancake Day, and you got me thinking about that, it's a debate that I got um, in with a few friends the other day. We had actually ended up at Waffle House two times in one week, which for the Turners <laughs> is like not something that normally happens. I mean, I know some of you, you know your Waffle House waiter by name. You've got your own table. I think it's really cool. It's something special. It's just not a tradition that we had established, but for whatever reason, we went twice like last week. Well, amongst us... There was like a little bit of a argument that started between Waffle House, Huddle House, and IHOP. And I thought, and it was, which is the best? I mean, technically, they're all serving semi the same things, which Huddle House and Waffle House are going to be way more close to that diner experience, where I think an IHOP's more of a restaurant experience. And I know it also goes to just opportunity and location. There's not all three of those in genuinely and genuinely. Usually, usually, in generally. one generally in one area, you have dominated by one or sort of the other. But I thought, huh, well, that's a neat debate. Which three? Which would you choose of the three on Pancake Day? Would you go to Waffle House, Huddle House, 
or IHOP? Or are you going to pick one depending on what it is that you want? Well, for Pancake Day, I'm probably going to IHOP because that's their specialty. Mm-hmm. But for just general going to get breakfast somewhere, I'm picking Waffle House. Does Waffle House even have pancakes? I think they do. I, I think they kind of look at you funny when you order them, but, I mean, they just take the batter and go put it on the skillet. And it's like... Or the flat top or whatever they call it. Table four's got a weirdo. <laughs> Someone said Waffle House all day, every day, no question. Or the Adam. other nickname for Waffle House, Southern Hibachi. I never heard that, but I can I can definitely see it. Uh, Keith and Meridian, slow wrapped glow, sl- bacon wrapped, slow grilled jumbo shrimp. Mm. Yum, Keith and Meridian. And you could totally get the prime shrimp, signature shrimp, to do that and make it a little bit um, easier for you. You wouldn't have to. Worry about uh, preparing the shrimp. Crackle Barrel bear beats them all. Hey, throwing a curveball in there. But Cracker Barrel isn't that kind of quick service. I mean, we've all been to a Cracker Barrel where you're sitting outside and you're like, oh, my gosh, are we ever going to get in? Well, I mean, if we're throwing curveballs in there, I know mine is uh, has closed down now. But if I had my druthers and a time machine, I want Shockley's from Tupelo. It was just a little local diner that had the best chocolate chip pancakes I've ever put in my mouth. You know, that's something you don't hear that we have local any as much anymore. I mean, you know, nothing against the, <clears throat> the Waffle Houses and Huddle Houses of the world. They're hardworking people who are, who are making a product. But you feel like you've got steakhouses, you've got sandwich shops, pizza places, all those type of local places. But a good old, like, and I'm not talking about, oh, we're a diner and we serve diner kind of foods. I'm talking about like a... Diner, diner, like a Waffle House, but local kind of eatery where back in the day you would pull up and sit and order and they cook in front of, you know, like you see the scenes in the movies. It feels like there's not as many of those local owned. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you have them in your community and we just don't know about them, which is the beauty of good things. We can bring those to light. But you bring that one up. And I'm thinking most places who think of that they're going they're going to a waffle house they're going to a huddle house they're going to those like 24 hour establishments that are for your usually your transient jobs or, or your truck work or you know or whatever it may be um but yeah you you don't you don't hear as many local diners as you do other style rest- restaurants and maybe i'm wrong call me out share with me what's in your what's in your town i mean I can always admit when I'm wrong. I don't know what I don't know. But I don't think there's one, as many at least, here centrally. The only other one I can think of is one that closed down long before I ever came around. But it was still at the museum in Tupelo, at the Orrin Dunn Museum. And it was, I believe it was a rail car that they parked somewhere in town. That it was a diner for a long time. And it was in paintings of the town and stuff like that. But it had since closed down and they took it and moved it to the museum. Waffle House doesn't have biscuits, though, Jeff and Oxford. They also don't have good prime shrimp. But you can get that and biscuits, not at the same website, over at primeshrimp.com. Make sure you take advantage of the code Good Things. You will get $20 um, off your first order. Also, as you start to order prime shrimp, you'll realize that you earn points. And so then you still get free shrimp uh, through that. So it's the gift that keeps on giving. But we're going to keep on here. So we got more good things for you coming up next.
Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. What do your customers expect from you? Consistency, reliability, a healthy place for them to frequent, and fantastic customer satisfaction? That's the same thing you deserve. And you'll get it from Jenny King, the king of clean. We currently clean and disinfect over 350 businesses, buildings, healthcare facilities, schools, and offices here in the Jackson area. With a 99.99% customer satisfaction success rate. Plus, our average customer retention rate is eight years. For your clean and healthy building, go to JannyKingCleans.com. That's JannyKingCleans.com now. Jenny King, Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. This is the closing agri-market report. At the close in your cotton exchange, May cotton was up 363 to 122.75. July cotton was up 340 to 119.22. At the close of the Chicago Board of Trade, May soybeans were up 53 and a quarter to 1690 per bushel. July soybeans were up 46 and a quarter to 1662 and three quarter per bushel. May corn was up 35 cents to 725 three quarters per bushel. July corn was up 30 and Three quarters to 707 and three quarters per bushel. At the Mercantile, April live cattle was down 90 to 140.52. June live cattle was down 65 to 137.05. April feeders down 220 to 159.80. May feeders down 255 to 165.25. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 541 points, 33,351. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Farmers' hands deserve a hand. These are the hands that hold the soil, sow the seeds, that build, fix, and mend as they firmly grip the wheel of the entire operation. At BASF, we ensure your hands also hold the rewards of your work with smart farming technology and digital tools like Grow Smart Advantage to help every acre perform at its peak. So at season's end, we can all put our hands together for a farmer's hands. BASF, helping you do the biggest job on earth. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, featuring 100 years of proven yield potential and exclusive genetics in every bag. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable, grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. 
where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. things going on in Mississippi, so go to visit Mississippi.org to find out more. And if you've been with us over at supertalktv.com, you'll see Rhino and I have been celebrating the fact that it's Fat Tuesday here on Good Things, meaning we're just letting the good times roll. Laissez-les bon temps rouler. Glad you did it, not me. And <laughs> uh, one day I'll nail it. But you know what? I think it takes a hurricane or two, not the natural disaster, the beverage, to, for that to just to roll off your tongue in such an, in such an easy and natural way. Uh, but it's natural to enjoy good food. And so we are extending this Tasty Tuesday brought to you by Prime Shrimp here on Good Things. And, I mean, it's the day of eating and enjoying. And we're having the conversation over what's better, IHOP, Waffle House, or Huddle House, you know, those true and meaningful debates to get into in in life. I love that uh, Jeff brought up, Jeff and Oxford brought up that Oxford, I mean, that um Waffle House doesn't have biscuits, and someone said they actually do in certain locations, but they're not very good. And I think, you know, when you're good at something, you should just stick to it. Like, I completely appreciate, like, the Chick-fil-A's of, of life who's like, we're doing chicken, we're doing it right, you can go somewhere else for, for you know, something else. And why would you, defer, like, divert from what something's known for? For something else, you're probably not going to get the best. That would be like getting pancakes at Waffle House. Yeah, if you're getting fajitas at a Dairy Queen, I don't know about that. No. Or don't don't go for the burger at the Mexican restaurant. Like, it's not not that it's probably not good, but why? Why would you do that? Why would you go for the chicken dish at the steakhouse? There's a cow on the front. (laughs) Go for the beef in that. In, in that instance. But I was asking, too, about diners. To me, it feels like there's not as many like local diners as there are other style of local restaurants. I think we need to bring those. We need to bring those um, back. Diners and cafeterias. Someone said, check out Big Time Diner in Mobile. Exactly what you are talking about. I think people would rally around it. I think it, I mean, you know, but it's a different kind of restaurant experience. I mean, you're going to have to have the whole, like, it's in your face, right? Like, you come in, it's fast paced, they're cooking in front of you, it's um, short orders, it's quick service. I mean, you know, make fun of what you want, but those individuals who can run a Waffle House shift or Huddle House, put in whatever kind of diner shift, you know, and call you sweetie and get your change right and do all the things. That's that that takes skill and keep up with all the orders. Is it all sanitary? Probably not. But <laughs> and I mentioned to someone the other day, God bless Waffle Houses. You may have the cleanest one in, you know, all 82 counties. I don't know. But usually Waffle House, Huddle House, those type of 24 hour establishments it's like you lower your expectations on certain things when walking through the door because you know you'll have higher expectations in sort of other areas. Like nobody goes for clean restrooms. They should be acceptable and presentable. But you probably are going to go before you get there. Right? You know, like you know it, but you still go 
because... As someone who has spent many a night in the Waffle House at ungodly hours, I'm going to come to their defense and say, there's a point in the night that is much later than you should be awake and much earlier than you should be awake that the the good folks are still working at the yellow bricks. And they turn a lot of stuff down and start cleaning and spend a whole bunch of time cleaning. So... It's it's better than you would expect. It's better than you expect, but it's still you lower your expectations when you go in. You're not angry about it. Like nobody's getting angry when they walk into the Waffle House about their floor stick to their shoes when they walk across the whatever. It's like you just accept it, and you're like, I'm here to get some other covered and chunked, and get my. Because where else full. do you have a jukebox? <laughs> where else do you? Which has gone up in price? When's the last time you put money in a jukebox at a Waffle House? It's been over a decade. And you put what? Change in there? Uh, Yeah, you put a dollar in and got four songs? Nope. Now you put a dollar in, you get a song. And they don't want change. They want dollar, dollar bills. My nine-year-old's like, Mom, can I have a dollar for what? A, a, so- a song? <laughs> what? A song you don't even know the words to because you weren't even born when it came out? Sure, here's a dollar to take me back in time to my childhood. (laughs) And not all of them may be like that. Some may not have upgraded their jukebox experience, and that's fine. And again, you still do it. I knew I had it in here somewhere. I knew I had the Waffle House song. Good morning. Good morning. Come on in. Believe I will. Coffee's good, fresh and hot. How about a cup? I'll have a cup. Just say good morning. (laughs) PR, right? They're just doing. I guess that means Waffle House wins the argument today because they've got a song. They have a song. They win the argument. But if there are local diners, you should definitely give them a try as well, which they are part of our communities as well. So, but you are too, and you make good things great. We say that every time. So, one more time, Rhino, on Fat Tuesday. Les les bons temps roulés. All righty. There you go. Let the good times roll and keep rolling. You got more coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. We'll be back tomorrow at 2, but until then, we hope you all find time for the good things. Mississippi Media Production.